Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. And Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, your source for midday sports talk in the best way that we know how. And keep the text coming, 704-570-9610. Hit that follow button on the socials, WFNZ, Twitter and Instagram, at Wes Bryant, at Walker Mail, at HTB underscore Josh, and most importantly, at Wesson Walker on Twitter and Instagram, even though Wesson Walker does not have an Instagram page as of yet. And now it is time to go to the campus corner. Well, North Carolina fans, you just might get your wish this season because Tez Walker, we know the ongoing saga. We've seen the campaigns to get him to play. This man has been uh, championed more than uh, uh, Nelson Mandela. When you talk about (laughs) trying to get him to play in the movement that they've had this season, that's what it feels like at least – But according to Jamie Shaw from On3 Sports, it appears that he will be eligible to play for North Carolina this season, but just not as long as you think. It would only be for one game. How will this happen, Wes, you may ask? Well, despite being ruled ineligible for this season, he's still taking classes and enrolled in Chapel Hill for the fall semester. That means when the fall semester concludes on Wednesday, December 6th, He will have completed two full semesters at his current school. North Carolina definitely looks headed towards a bowl game, but the bowl season doesn't begin until mid-December. The Tar Heels hope to be playing around New Year's Day. If that's the case, Tez Walker would be eligible to play football, but unfortunately, if class ended one week earlier, making him eligible for the ACC championship on December 2nd, that's not going to happen. But, yes, he will get to play for Carolina if only for one game. What do you make of that? Should he play? Do you think that they will play him? Well, should he play? Yes. We've already had that debate a million times. I think he should be playing right now. But, unfortunately, the NCAA is not going to allow that to happen. But should he play the one game? Should him just be – yeah, if he – for sure. I don't know why he wouldn't. I, th- I mean, the, the reason that – you're saying no, Fiddy, that he shouldn't play that one game? No, I wouldn't play him. Oh, you're saying you – all right, let's get let's get organized. You're saying Mac Brown would not play him even if he is eligible in this bowl game, and you would not do that if you're Mac Brown. No, I wouldn't play him. No. Why is that? Because you're going to play a whole year without him. Why would you risk the chemistry, everything you've built up to that point to play him, and, and especially if it's a New Year's Six bowl game? I'm not running the risk of our offense not being what it – what it could be in that game because he's back on the field. Like, if you, if you got there without him, it sucks for him individually. Uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, I think for me, I'd play him. And I don't know how much you'd play him, but to me, you would just be getting rid of a resource when there's really no reason to. I know you're talking about messing with the chemistry, but if Tez Walker is in this offense, does that mean you're messing with the chemistry with some of these other receivers? I mean, if he's open, you're going to throw him the football. If he's not, and you're not going to put him as the number one guy, the number two guy, it's just somebody that the other teams don't have tape on for you to be able to use however you might want to. 
So then you can go back in your bag on how you plan to use him at the beginning of the season, maybe create some specialized plays. He doesn't have to play 100% of the routes. He doesn't have to play 90% of the snap count. But you can bring him in for specialized packages, and that could be a real help to this offense. Yeah, I hope... Because it doesn't even it doesn't matter, right? It's not like you're losing a year of eligibility if you play in one single game. I say you play them, and good for Tez at least to have something from this. It's not exactly what we asked for, but if Tez wants to play, I see no reason as Matt, why Matt Brown wouldn't play him. Jack on the text line says basically he'll be able to play two games, playoff game and the national championship game. That was a, a cute comment, but uh, I would play him. Like you said, I mean, football is a lot different than basketball. It's not like he could come out there and and uh, demand a football as far as like a basketball player would and just getting it and going ISO hero ball. This is a guy like Walker said. You can work him in in certain formations. If he gets open, he'll get the football. If he doesn't, he will not. But I think that definitely after the season that he's had and everything that he's gone through, I think that will be a nice uh, little into the season for him. Give him some mom- momentum. Get him excited to be playing next year and in the spring by letting him get out there and get his feet wet in a bowl game in a Carolina uniform. So I think that you should uh, play him all day, every day, unlike Coach Fitty, the mean coach back there that doesn't want to play the kid and just yeah. telling them to scram. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when we talk about the Colorado Buffaloes, another big matchup for them against USC this weekend after the 42-6 thumping that they took in the great Northwest. And so when we talk about this football game this week, do we feel like it will be wash, rinse, and repeat because they were a 21-point underdog last week against Oregon, and right now the current line is USC by 21 and a half despite the game being played in Boulder. Do we think that this will be a different ball game, or do we think that USC will come out and uh, have a tough one against the Buffaloes? Yeah, in the spirit of the question, maybe they don't get beat as much as they did when they lost 42-6, to but I expect USC to win pretty comfortably in this game. I don't expect Colorado to go to overtime with USC. They did against Colorado State, and we know Colorado State is not as good as USC. So with Caleb Williams being somebody that can absolutely handle any of the pressure that Colorado might bring to the table. Yeah, I expect for the most part the Trojans to win comfortably in this game. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to think that Dion and the crew, they definitely got their wake-up call. And I think that this is a team that, despite taking a very nasty L, I think Dion and his coaching staff went back to the drawing board. And I think that they're going to come out with a much better game plan. I think they really got some of those weaknesses exposed. And so I think they probably worked on those a good bit. Uh, This USC defense, they're playing decent football and giving up 20 points per game. But they did struggle with Arizona State. Maybe the players were looking forward to the Colorado matchup. I'm not sure. But I'm going to give Deion and the crew a little bit of a chance here. I don't think it'll be extremely close, but I think this will be a better game than what we saw at Oregon. Fiddy, do you have thoughts on this game? Yeah, um, this game's going to be over like the Oregon game was and in, in, in the first quarter. I mean, USC's got a better quarterback. They got better skill position talent. And Colorado can't block anybody. I don't see how that's going to change after one week. Um, so it, it's still it's still cool that this game has some sort of meaning, but Dion's going to be 3-2, and two, and you know it's just going to be further proof that he's brought this program... A, a really far away in nine months. 
But he's got a little bit further to go to get them being competitive with the big boys. Well, there's so much invested in the Travis Hunter portion of this with how Colorado was on the rise. And if you don't have somebody that you invested so much in with Travis Hunter, Deion Sanders, telling everybody that he cares too much about Travis or so much about Travis that he's not going to risk further injury. Not having him is just that much more of a of a, of a thing for Colorado to, to overcome. It's 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 too tough for me to see them actually winning this game. All right. Well, when we flip the page and go to the SEC, not the SEC, but the ACC, talking about the Clemson Tigers, and so they're in an interesting position right now. Two and two for the second time in three years. Zero oh and two in ACC play for the first time since 2010. And so now that they know their season, as far as any big things that they may be able to do is out of the window. Is this or is there a chance that Dabo could lose his team? I know we're up against the break so quickly. Uh, your thoughts if Dabo has a chance of losing this team before season's end? I don't think they're going to lose it. I just don't know if Clemson is is as talented enough to run the table the rest of the way. So, yeah, losing the team seems strong. I don't. I think Dabo, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's too good of a coach to have that happen to him. But I certainly don't think they're going to run the table and go on this magical run.